All right. Hey, y'all. I'm Sabrina Whitaker, and welcome to Journal of Growth. This is this is a special episode for me. So I really hope you get a lot of value out of this. It's chock full of lessons. It's chock full of my personal experiences from recently. Some some background information and some you know some some sneak peeks about what I plan to do. But, but yeah, I just really had I had to hop on here, talk to you guys, share part of my journey, <laughs> right? Um, that's that's the whole reason behind the name Journal to Growth, right? It was just journaling and writing about um, the path <laughs> I'm on. And I hope it inspires you to walk your path confidently. So I'm calling this episode, Walk Confidently in the Direction of Your Dreams. The first episode I released was named Crawl If You Must. So, you know, hope you see the, the theme. I hope you feel the message. All right, so to start, <laughs> it's mid-May, basically, right? It's late May, may maybe, but it's basically mid-May, and I can't believe we're already this far into 2023, but 2023 has already taught me so many lessons, and I remember, like, getting ready for the new year and talking to my best friend and talking about this podcast that I wanted to start, and she just being like, well, you know, girl, you got to actually put it out. You got to be consistent, and I think that I have realized that life will sit you down when it's time for you to sit down. And so I've really kind of adopted this, like, you know, like whatever happens, happens kind of mentality, which to be real, I already wanted that cowboy bebop tattoo. But um, but I really just been on a whatever happens, happens. And to just like focus on what I can do, not on what I didn't do type of thing. And so to tell you how I got there, I'm going to have to kind of go back to January and tell you um, about some hardships and some triumphs. And yeah. And by the end, I hope you feel emboldened to walk confidently in the direction of your dreams, you know, because um, that's what I'm trying to do out here. So, so yeah. Somehow we're almost halfway through 2023 and at the beginning of the year, I, yeah, I wanted, I really wanted to like start this podcast. I wanted to start this book club that, you know, helped women that were interested in digital marketing, that helped people that were interested in entrepreneurship, um, like, and just really helped educate people, um, that otherwise didn't have a very developed understanding of economic issues and thus suffered socioeconomically. And um, <laughs> I, I didn't know exactly, I didn't know exactly what that was going to look like. I didn't know exactly what that was going to be. Um, in fact, I've just been on that path for a couple of years, just knowing that I wanted to improve things, right? Um, but, but yeah, I just really wanted to start this podcast. I really wanted to do that book club. I really wanted to get back into delivering trainings and, 
I'm still like, I'm, I'm doing that. Right. I'm definitely, I'm doing that, but it wasn't happening as fast as I wanted it to happen. Right. We get so caught up on our own schedule when, you know, man makes plans and God laughs. (laughs) And so, you know, I really, um, I really had lined up this whole ambitious schedule and my uncle who had already been sick got sicker started going to the hospital just in and in and out of the hospital and at first I didn't show up and you know and you may not notice but my uncle is like a second dad to me so at first I didn't show up at first I was like okay I'll get there and um you know, and at one point when he was at home, like in between the doctor's appointments, I got a chance to like talk to him for like longer than I think I ever had a chance to talk to him um, in my adult life. And I got to talk to him like as an adult from an adult perspective, like about like what I was doing and about what I wanted to accomplish. And he gave me some some really beautiful advice and essentially he told me to lean back into my neighborhood to like lift up Jacksonville and to like and if I'm going to be a writer you know and if I'm going to be inspired by the likes of Zoya Neal Hurston and you know like (laughs) you know other persons that (laughs) that positively impacted this community then, you know, I just really would have to write about the history of Jacksonville. You know, he just really felt like I needed to write about the history of Jacksonville. And I'm like, okay, I will, you know? And I listened for sure. Like I'm telling you right now, like I know he told it to me, but it was really on some back burner type, you know? (laughs) I was like, all right, I'm gonna get to it. Like right now I'm doing this other thing. I'm trying to do this. (laughs) I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. Um. And I just like, I guess, you know, he gonna live forever. Like literally, you know, like superhero. So I, I really hadn't, I just was gonna get to it, you know? And so, yeah, but I got a chance to talk to him for like quite a while. And essentially that was the message. Like, all right, Sabrina, I see what you're doing. But if you really are serious about what you're doing and I am, you know, you gotta really lean back into your community. And, you know, and, and he kind of helped me understand. And I gave him I gave him a car actually to say thank you for helping me get through graduation. I, I go to UNF and, you know, word on the street is you, UNF stands for you never finish. Right. And I really want to change that. I really want to I really want to have UNF be a resource to the community, especially the communities that I came from. Right. Because I love UNF and I want them to love UNF in a similar way. But. But like, anyway, he was like, if you really want to do something, you got to lean into your community. If you want to, if you really want to say you're inspired by these people, you got to lean into your community. So, so yeah, fast forward to another hospital stay, right? He's not really able to talk because of his condition. And, um, you know, I spent days up there, like, you know, I took time off of work. And so here's another thing too, I was like struggling 
at my job. And not like in my ability to perform like the tasks that were being asked of me. Cause like, I really, uh, you know, I feel like I'm that girl when it comes to <laughs> like, when it comes to like what I do, like I feel very confident about like what I do, feel very sure about my area of expertise because I really pour my everything into it. But I just was struggling to connect with the people around me and And that difficulty connecting with the people around me, like caused delays in what I was trying to do. And, and so I was really trying to put more time into work, like more and more, I was trying to pour more and more and more and more time, more resources into like getting this workout. And just for the life of me, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't get as much posted as I wanted to. Like I did put out the first episode of Journal to Grow um, in, in collaboration with Jordan Daniels, my my best friend and um, a fellow writer. But I just like, yeah, I just really couldn't like find my stride. <laughs> and so, yeah, fast forward, my uncle gets, fast forward, my uncle gets sick and again right and I'm in the hospital and like I said I spent days up there with him and I didn't know that it would be like one of the last times I saw him alive but like I knew that it was a possibility right and so I took several days off of work which for most of my career was unheard of because one contract work and two uh, I had just, I mean, I just always been a try hard, you know? And so, so yeah, I just, I took a lot of days off work. It just felt important. I wasn't sure why it was important, but I was grateful for the opportunity to have talked to him previously. Like I was grateful for the opportunity to have like gotten advice on the direction I should take like one last time. And yeah, so I didn't know that would be the last time I would see him alive. But, you know, like I said, I, I, I took pauses from work, even though I felt like I wasn't like where I wanted to be, even though I felt I didn't feel like I was like that things were going perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like you kind of sometimes wait on things to be perfect before you take action and that, uh, you know, and I was blaming my delays on that really like my I guess my need for perfectionism like for the for the situation to be exactly as it needed to be but but you know that never happened that time never came like again like I said this is you know I'm talking about 2023 in general and it's almost June you know and so if you wait on the perfect time, you could be waiting forever. You know, that's really, that's that first lesson I want to get to you. Said <laughs> if you if you are waiting on the perfect time, you could be waiting forever. Start now, use what you have, do what you can. Arthur Ashe, all right? But But the day my uncle passed, 
My cousins called me over to the house. They had been with him the night before and I had seen him recently at, at the hospital and I got there like within like, I would say an hour and a half or two, right? Of, of the event and saw this man smiling and listened to my cousins about his last 24 hours, listened to my aunt tell me about her last 24 hours with her best friend of 43 years. And it touched me so deeply that I, I like can't even, like I don't even know how to explain to you guys how grateful I am for the opportunity to have like watched the last couple of years of like a black love story unfold and like to just see someone at the end of their life die happy and surrounded by the people that they love you know just like a couple of months after they had encouraged me to lean into my community and to like write about, write stories about where I came from and to write stories about like the people that, the people to stand behind my passion. Like people always see like, oh, Sabrina, you're so passionate. Oh, Sabrina, you seem to care so much. You work so hard. And I am like that. I'm, I mean, I'm gonna try hard for sure. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do the best I can. Always, that's how I am. Wow, I do not like to cry, but whatever this this actually i'm just these are i'm just so grateful for real actually this is not like sadness i'm actually very very grateful and i have not known how to share this um and so i guess this is just how it looks but you know you can't stuff not gonna be perfect but anyway i just feel so grateful to have seen somebody at the end of their life you know and i'm grateful to have been encouraged to slow down. I'm grateful that like, I was forced to show up even when I didn't think things were perfect. And in the midst of that, I, like right before he passed actually, I got offered like my dream job essentially at UNF. <laughs> and uh, so I'm now like IT communications coordinator for um, the ITS division, which just feels like home to me because that's where my career started. Well, it was one of the places my career started, like, you know, about a decade ago. And I just feel so proud of that. But, but additionally, like, um, yeah, I was just like, I just, I understood why he told me to lean back into my community. Like, I, I like, I just, it's just like, like, I felt like I grew up, like it was the last lesson that he could teach me. And I was like, you know, I've been on this path. Like I got, I argued that the intersection of business and culture for my degree, I, you know, I tell you guys know that. And I already write about these things. I actually already have an essay called The Place I'd East. And one of the things, I can't even, oh my gosh, there's just too much to like teething put everything in here. I can't even tell y'all everything, but just like 
if you commit to looking for aligned opportunities and if you commit to telling your truth, you know, you will find other people telling their truth that are either on the same or on a similar path, I guess, you know, and that want same, you know, similar things. Uh, you got to have shared goals, right? And they can help you. You don't even understand sometimes that they're helping you. You don't even know that you need help. You can't even ask, you, you know, I didn't know I needed this lesson, but when he passed, you know, like I actually, like I've, I've only cried like tears of joy, really. Like I haven't like cried, like I've cried cause I missed him and I've cried because I was grateful to have like seen him and my aunt's love story and to have like seen it so, so close up. Um, but, but yeah, I'm getting distracted. Thank God for editing software. But um, I saw the background. I have a green screen here. I saw the background when I drink my coffee. That's cute. Anyway, I feel like the last lesson my uncle could have possibly taught me you know he taught me like after he passed while i'm looking at him smiling he looked like he's sleeping and all my cousins there i'm there you know and i feel like i'm supposed to be there and and yeah i just i I was like, okay, this is why I got to pour into my community. So fast forward, you know, oh no, don't fast forward. But yeah, so I started my position as IT communications coordinator the same week as my uncle's funeral. And it's really, it was really like this crazy bittersweet moment. Like I got what I wanted, but did I really? You know, I got what I wanted, but did I really? And I did. I really did. Like, I did ever, you know, I don't want to ever lose nobody, but I just want there to be meaning to, to, to whatever happens. I want to be able to learn from what happens to me. And I learned from my uncle's passing the significance of being your unapologetic self, centering yourself, you know, surrounding yourself maybe with the people that you love. But I learned um, the significance of like being yourself among the people you care about. Cause like him living out his, you know, last couple of months surrounded by family, allowing us the opportunity to tell him about our dreams and still providing input on our dreams. And, um, you know, it just really gave me like an example of like what I wanted to be like up close. And I'm just so grateful for that. I'm just like so grateful for that. And I just really think that like losing like a parent like helps you grow up in a way that, that you can't that you can't understand before you lose a parent. But 
I'm actually like, I'm just so happy I got a chance to talk to him. And I gave him this thank you note that my cousin told me she found like under where he was sleeping. And I like couldn't even like I didn't know exactly what I had wrote in the in the little car, but I was like, oh I hope I told him how I felt. And I try to be like that all the time. I always try to be like very honest with people. And so I looked at the note. It was basically like, you know, I'm grateful for every Western that we watched together. And like every game of dominoes. And I'm grateful for, for you. I'm grateful that you were a father to me when my parents, you know, when my father couldn't be. Cause he never disrespected my dad or nothing. I still like my biological dad, like I, he's still out east. And also a lot of people don't even know this, but I'm from out east. <laughs> a lot of people see me, they're like, oh, you, you know, like she kind of bougie. <laughs> a lot of people think I'm kind of stuck up. You know, I won't say like a lot of people, but some people think I'm like kind of stuck up or they think I come from like, like a well-to-do kind of background because I like, I mean, I like to dress up. I just think that life is worth celebrating. But, but I'm from out east. I'm from like a side of town that people <laughs> be scared to go to, you know? And like when I was living with my auntie and my uncle, I was living out across Moncrief Myrtle, you know? When I was out teen parent with my first child, I was out by 118th and Blanding, you know? Like I'm from Jacksonville, Jacksonville, like, <laughs> like I'm from Phoenix, out east, you know, like this is really my home. And I just want my future projects to pour into my home. And, you know, I just have learned a lot about taking the good with the bad so so yeah anyway to tie these things together essentially the last month of my life has greatly informed my goals and brought clarity to the people and the processes I would like to prioritize in my work. You know, it helped me narrow my sights to more accurately target what I'm trying to do. You know, I'm not trying to just help uh, black placemaking in the United States, you know, or or I'm not even just trying to talk about black placemaking in the United States to help marginalized groups here and, you know, in places that can relate to us. But I'm specifically talking about black placemaking in Jacksonville, Florida, United States, you know, um, I have that very special, unique, you know, perspective that we share here in the city, but that maybe others don't understand and I think that I have to talk about my background my relationship to Jacksonville and I need to commit to like strengthening those bonds um, wherever I can because 
you know, at, you know, whenever my time comes, I would like to be surrounded by the people I love. I would like to have lived a life where I supported and helped people find their path and that, and where like even in my death, even after my death, people still benefit from having known me, you know, in a similar way that I benefited from Ramon. So, a very emotional episode of Journal to Growth, I suppose. I really did not expect to cry. But thank you for listening anyway, if you did. In summary, I'm committed to pouring back into not just Black placemaking in the United States, but I want to pour into Black placemaking in Jacksonville, Florida. I want to pour into specifically, um, you know, geographically Jacksonville, Florida, (laughs) you know, and yeah so that's what I learned you know I learned that it's not about when I want to reach my goals it's not about when I want certain projects to come out necessarily it's not when I want certain work to feel complete it's about being aligned and being on the right path and making sure I'm walking towards you know the 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 life or the future that 80 year old Sabrina wants, not necessarily any any other short-term thing, right? It's really, it's really like you changed the plan, not the goal. Said that the other day as I was speaking to some high school students, and one student told me that that was especially like resonant to them. So I'll leave that with you. It's not about like the plan being perfect. You know, I talk a lot about planning and journaling and people might think that everything goes perfect for me. It does not. I plan as best I can, you know. I, it's it, There's just uh, this concept of planned habit stands, right? So I plan the best I can to be prepared for mind opportunities. And sometimes I'm not sure what lessons I'm setting myself up for. I'm not, because I, I'm learning too. I'm growing too. Like, <laughs> you know, if I pass in my 70s, 80s, 90s, then I still got like 60 years to go, you know? I really appreciate any and everyone that's listened to this emotional episode of Journal to Growth that I'm calling Walk Confidently in the Direction of Your Dreams. I hope that you know that timing is 
important, but it's not the end all be all. Alignment is so important. There will be other opportunities and maybe the thing that you want, the thing that you think needs to work out is just a stepping stone to where you're going to go. Maybe you start learning a lesson several years before it really hits home. You know, maybe you don't learn a lesson until after you can't <laughs> ask your teacher for any more lessons. I love you guys. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, the rest of your weekend, the rest of your work week, the rest of your month, year, life. <laughs> and I will talk to you guys in my next opportunity.